0: Hello, people, and welcome to Conspiracy 420. We are at the 7B Horseshoe Ball, well-famous 7B that uh, yep. they shot The Godfather Part Two, They shot uh, The Accused and uh, many of your favorite the movies, The Verdict. Um, we, have, um, the we have a special, Gundy. Crocodile Dundee, um, a bunch of Law and Order. Um, yes. It was in uh, The Russian Dolls. So, you know, it's, it's uh, something about it being... Uh, in a lot of our movies, history, a lot of our TV. Um, But today we're talking a little bit about um, some mass murderers. Uh, We got um, the doctor of... Conspiracy, Fred Savage here. We also got <laughs> yeah. rocker Mike Baker, and we This got is the... obviously a
1: conversation that went down before I got here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I left
0: the bar last week about, about one Savage. minute before Fred Savage. He's a he's a big conspiracy. We're going to talk about our David Berkowitz. And who is David Berkowitz?
2: David Berkowitz, as you all know, is the 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 reputed son of Sam murderer, the forty four catam killer, right? (laughs) And there's there's a whole backstory with him that um, we want to get into because there is a connection. Between Berkowitz, don't give it yet. Don't give and there's, there's going more, backwards to to what happened. What happened to yeah? Fifty and, years ago. And yeah. right
0: here, we're we're pretty Sorry. much gonna talk about. There was a guy named uh, the yeah. investigator, and I'm not but a journalist, called uh, Murray uh, Terry. That Murray Terry. He yeah. went into some investigation, and uh, Mr. Fred Savage had so much information and detail about this. Yeah, Fred, what do you have for us? I want to start by saying that I have no interest in David Burgess at all. Yeah, he's a yeah, shit He's bad. a piece of shit. He's a shit of course.
1: And uh, any of the information that I might have accumulated about him has less to do with him than it has to do with my interest and in the idea... That there is a greater truth behind a much larger fiction. Wow. And there are a lot of those fictions in our lives that people just refuse to believe because they think they know the story. And this is a classic example of that. Whereas if we walked up to anybody in this bar, I would say some of the people in this bar might be New Yorkers. But New Yorkers of a certain age, if you went up to them and said, Do you know who the son of Sam is? They would say, oh, of course, everybody in New York knew who the son Sam was. He right. was a guy who terrorized the city, killing young girls, shooting them in the cars. Yep. And, and his name was David Berkowitz, and they got him, and that's oh. the end of the story. Case closed. They got him. There's right. a lot more to it. And, and the fact, but if you turn to them and said, but did you know that the son of Sam Case is an open case... Why is it an open case? They would go... What do you mean it's yeah. an open case? Everybody saying. thinks it's closed. He's, he's locked up. If the, the guy's in jail, and, how can it be an open case? Right, right, right. But it is an open case. And it wasn't an open case initially. It was closed. Yes. Because was confessed, and uh, and then they closed the case, which is unusual in itself, because usually yeah. the police have a certain amount of obstacles that they create to make it difficult yeah. for someone to confess if they are not telling the truth. Yeah. And usually they have uh, a method, and it takes a certain amount of hours. I think it's something like 12 hours minimum with a murder investigation, where they ask him a series of questions about the details of the crime scene. Yeah. And uh, Berkowitz got the details of, ma- of a couple of the crime scenes completely wrong, like the number of shots. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yep. And uh, the location, who got shot first, did you shoot this girl first? And he got them all wrong, but. They only questioned him for 20 minutes. They let him confess. Right. And they also brought him into Manhattan. Which, which was, was not any of the boroughs that were affected by the murders. Right. You said your dad was a cop.
2: And My, right. My dad was a cop in Queens. He was on a detail, you know, looking for uh, a, suspe- a suspect of some kind. But when, when this was all done, they brought, they brought Berkowitz into Manhattan. The DA was Morgenthau. And Morgenthau, at the time, had a lot of pull, a lot
1: of control, so maybe they brought it into to him. Uh, and a big part of it was uh, Mayor Bean at right. the time. Oh, yeah. It was like, the polls were down. They had a what they called a serial killer at the time, even though which was, wasn't a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, or the Son of Sam wasn't a serial wasn't killer. Right, serial killer. right. And, uh, and they allowed him to come to Manhattan because they wanted to make a big show of it.
0: They wanted yeah, to take make a big pictures, show of get the, the, the cameras, get the
2: press. You know, my... You bring up my father for one second, I just yeah, want right. to. He that's brought one up one a good one. point with it. He said maybe they brought it into Manhattan so it could be a change of venue,
1: so nobody in the Bronx, Brooklyn, or Queens could really be biased. Well, Berkowitz's defense attorney might have made that decision, maybe. but I doubt a DA would do that. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. yeah, that's true. you're, you're 100% right. Yeah. Like, I'm the DA that's gonna prosecute this guy. Yeah. Morg- Morgenthau would want to do it, I'm sure, but at that point.
1: Perkowitz confessed. He was convicted. Put in jail. Case closed.
0: Let me ask you one question, um, Fred.
3: He didn't fit the uh, description, <laughs> right?
0: There was another thing. The description didn't. Fit. That's correct. There were there
1: were a number of composite photos, especially right. from eyewitnesses from um, one, the last murder, the last uh, crime scene, and. They were actually a couple of uh, different composites from the same crime scene where yeah. they had at least four different people, yeah that, that were witness. and the guy who one of the guys, the guy who uh, witnessed the shooting of Carl Donero oh, right. yeah. who actually survived. He was his girlfriend died, right now His girlfriend, girlfriend died. Right. Now we' all had long hair and apparently, he took, he, was, he took a shot in the eyeball. Right. Right. Wow, wow. Yeah.
2: thought he was yeah. a girl.
1: Yeah. Wow, because yeah. he had the long back. he had the long ass, <laughs> so he got shot in the eyeball. But wow. there, was a, there was a guy and a girl also making out in another car, and they said they saw the shooter walking right. through the car. And, it, and the guy says, I say it now, I said it then. And he said he told the police. Berkowitz wasn't the one who did the shooting. Wow. And he, Carl De Niro saw the shooter walking through the car, and yeah. he said, and, and you could say, OK, Carl got shot in the head, you know, well the trauma by the, the shooting yeah. But an eyewitness said that it definitely wasn't Berkowitz. And also at that crime scene, Berkowitz got a parking ticket. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is which is the reason why Berkowitz got the call. Right. But but there was a witness who saw the cop putting the ticket on the windshield yeah. and saw Berkowitz go up to the car in a rage like slam on the car, get in the car and drive away. Whoa. And then she got... Then she, she was walking the dog. She walked to her apartment, which was, you know, right there. Yeah. Went up the stairs, walked into her apartment, and hurt the shot.
2: And so Berkowitz might not have even been there when that shot was fired because he was pissed off about
1: the parking.
0: Right. So he was already gone there. So he was
1: gone. He he was at a hydrant, right? And he just... But of course, none of, none of this stuff was investigated in oh, any way, wow. shape, or form. Right. And, and another... <clears throat> There was a whole series of things that the police didn't do because they had their guy. One of the things was the Son of Sam sent a series of letters to this journalist, Jimmy Breslin. And, and they was, were yeah. these poetic, artistic letters right. that talked about all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. But they basically portrayed a mad person. Right. Wow. And uh, when they caught Berkowitz, they didn't do a handwriting analysis. No. And also...
2: Okay, but but I know that when he got arrested, he wrote a letter to Steve Dunleavy of the Post, and this is the interesting thing because the handwriting in that letter and the 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 type of speech and whatever didn't match the others. I never heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that's in Mori Terry's book, and and he didn't, and, and they didn't. Even look at that, you know what I mean? They were like, they, they looked over it, and the handwriting didn't match, the type of script didn't match. You know, it wasn't him. He and that letter was written from his jail cell. No, yeah. oh, that's different. When he got arrested. Right. right. After the file, right. Oh. So why so
0: why did they why did they just take this guy? Why did they take this guy and they just lock him up? They needed to. The beam was 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 not going to get reelected. Oh it, yeah, unless they, they got somebody.
2: right right. You know, you had a serial killer going on. Everybody perceived it, that. yeah. and that's okay. bad press. And, 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 and he wasn't so, going to get reelected yeah. with this going on. The, yeah. you know, everything in the city was yeah. fucking up at that point. Oh in yeah, the, the, the 70s male okay. crime yeah. was high anyway. It was some crazy any. Anyway, they couldn't they couldn't have this going on, so they wanted to close this case ASAP,
1: right? So, the other thing is, you know, when Berkowitz was caught, he was caught because of a parking ticket. Right? Yeah. So, they, they handed over this parking ticket to a couple of detectives, yeah. and uh, they drive up to Yonkers. To Pine Street, street yeah, yeah. where uh, Bergwitz lived, and they pulled over. They saw the Galaxy that Bergwitz owned. Yeah. Galaxy. Yep. Recog- I mean, there were only a couple of cars on the street. It's a very small street up in there. And, uh, yeah. And I they, they saw so. his. They saw his uh, license. And, I mean, uh, license plate. Yeah. And they looked in the car. They didn't see anything at all. No. And they were like, well, you know, I guess we should call local ED and let them know we're here. This was way obviously before cell phones, so they got back in their car, and they had to drive to find a phone booth. <laughs> Think about that, a phone yeah. booth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did,
3: did,
2: did they see something suspicious? No, they the saw nothing suspicious. Okay. They okay. got in the
1: car, they drove to a phone booth. And, and, oh, in my <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, they, they drive to the, the phone booth, oh, they oh, call oh. the local PD yeah. <laughs> to let them know. They're like, hi, we're two detectives from Brooklyn. We got a parking ticket. And uh, we're investigating this guy. We, you know, he was part of, you know, one of the crime scenes, the son of Sam. And the, the dispatcher on the phone immediately said, You're talking about David Berkowitz? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, we they think, think he's the son of they Sam, They knew too. about him. They knew about him. And then she right. goes, Hold, please. And this detective is like, what? <laughs> what? How could you know? Yeah. And when she comes back on the phone, she goes, okay, I'm going to connect you with some detectives. And the guys were like, what, wait, wait, wait. And then the next thing you know, they're talking to some detectives, there and they say, listen, we're going to go down and arrest Berkowitz, we'd appreciate it if we could have a couple of squad cars to back us up. Okay. So they met up with the squad cars, they go back to Pine Street, they park, and uh, the, the squad cars park around the, around the corner. And... Uh, the, and they're waiting. They're just waiting for him to show up, right? And they figure, oh shit, you know, since we're waiting, let's just take another look in the car. And this time, when they look in the front seat of the car, there's a duffel bag and they can see the butt of a rifle sticking out. Like a shock oh on my god. Side. And so yeah. they check the car and it's unlocked. So they reach in, they open the glove compartment, and they pull out, uh, this is a convenient prop. Yeah, they pull out a
3: letter. A letter, a letter And it's a letter
1: written to Jimmy Breslin in the Son of Sam handwriting. Yeah, And it, of course, uh, details what's going to happen next. Wow. Let me ask you something. Did the cops have the right to go in that car? Well, they didn't. Do the the cops have a right to do anything they do? Also, we're talking about the 70s, where if you looked at a cop backwards, he would knock your teeth out, and (laughs) you'd go to court, and a judge would say, what did you say to him to deserve it? To deserve it. If it ever went to court. If it ever went to court. But if it happened today, they would need a warrant
2: to go in that car even if it was was online. We're talking about 1970. For some reason, I think
0: those guys did have some kind of warrant, because that's where they went I think they had a way
2: for something. They had a way.
1: No, they didn't. There was no warrant. There was no warrant. Okay, okay. And and it
2: wasn't...
1: The thing was, they were just there and they saw a gun. Yeah. You know what they call that? Probable cause. Probable cause. cause. Probable cause. They didn't need...
3: Yeah, they don't need it like that. Once they see the gun. Yeah.
1: So they have a letter. They're like, shit, they put it back just in case they need I mean I don't you know I, I'm not in their heads but uh, they put it back they go back and they hide and literally five minutes later Berkowitz comes walking up the block strolling up the block and then all these cops shut out guns blazing oh my god guns sticking and they out, said yeah. that Berkowitz didn't even flinch no he just looked at them and said you got me we'll took you yeah, yeah, wow you got me, yeah. he gave up wow what yeah. I mean and we'll get back to that Later on,
3: yeah, so
1: Berkowitz goes to jail, he confesses the whole thing goes on, case closed. But for some people, it wasn't case closed. And one of those people is this guy, Maury Terry, right? Yep. was like a small time journalist, yeah, but it didn't take an investigative you know, guy, yeah, yeah. He, he he saw the composite drawings that were on the, in the newspapers, and then all of a sudden, everybody saw. Berkowitz being paraded to one center street the tombs and all that and everybody's yeah. like looking at this guy and he's like yeah. wait a second this guy doesn't look like any yeah. of the drawings he doesn't look like any of the components and, of, all, and the think. fact that all those drawings look different was the thing that sparked curiosity in him so he was like I gotta look into this yeah. and he began slowly investigating and uh, what he found out was what reopened the Son of Sam case
0: and it's still open to this day. Wow. That's amazing. So what is it that what is it what is it that happened? What made this guy look so um, so hard for this um, for this proof uh, to and I'd see, see what was going on? Why he you want to know so bad about the Son of Sam they got this open again? Well, curiosity
1: there was obviously something wrong and it was right before his eyes. It was right before everybody's eyes. Yeah. There was so many things like first thing he started to do was go in and he drove up the island. he had to find out who this guy was right yeah and uh and he started asking around he asked the local PD and uh he was like found out about you know the, the first thing he asked was uh who's this neighbor Sam Carr Sam Carr right. that they're talking about the guy who owns the 2000 because obviously when Berkowitz confessed he had an elaborate story to tell yeah he told the story of a 2,000 year old dog who lived next door, and was owned by his neighbor, Sam Carr. And he specifically said it was Sam's dog. Yeah. And the dog told him to, to commit the murders. Kill, 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 yeah. 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 And when they entered Berkowitz's apartment, his apartment was ransacked. There was no furniture. There was a hole in the wall. Yeah. And there was like all this writing like, devil lives in here. And he also made reference to a cop who lived below him. Okay. And, uh, and and arrows, and he just, like, he looked like a maniac. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing was, when Maury Terry spoke to the landlord of the building, the landlord said, I was in Berkowitz's apartment two weeks before the shoot, before he was arrested, and his apartment looked completely normal. Wow.
2: So he did that in the last minute, basically. Well... I
1: mean, once when you he thought he, he was going to get caught, when he—he well, he knew he was going to get caught. Yeah, right? yeah, because he got a parking ticket. Right, he knew so that. So when you get a parking ticket at a crime scene where someone was just brutally murdered, you, you got to think. You got to
2: figure something's up. You think right? to I mean,
1: yourself, you got to prepare. Yeah, and you got to prepare for one of two things. The thing that you would mostly come to your mind is run. But he didn't run. He didn't run. He was waiting. He couldn't run. No. Wow. Right. Because he was being held. By something that nobody knew about yet. Wow! But he had to prepare. Yeah. Most people would prepare by like getting some money together, getting in the car, and driving. Yeah, the and getting That's the like hell he out of sta- He stayed right there. Uh, but his preparation was this, which is also what Maury Terry discovered was: two weeks before he was arrested, he called the Salvation Army. Yeah. And they showed up to his house and took all his furniture. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. They took all his furniture. He was. It was like he was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Obviously the the landlord had been in his apartment and looked completely normal. Yeah, All this normal. other stuff, the hole in the wall, the graffiti about Satan and all that kind of stuff was also staged because he was preparing to be caught.
0: Wow. So he wanted to make it like a deranged person live here. Yes. Nobody yeah. could, a normal person could not live right. like this. And, and he had also done a series of things before he was arrested
1: to try to get arrested. He had yeah. a, he, there was a police officer who lived below him on Pine Street, and he had like shoved newspapers under the guy's door and set them on fire. He'd even fired a gun into the guy's no- door, yeah. trying to get arrested. And he was shooting dogs in the neighborhood. He was just doing like random violent things to get arrested because he just didn't want to get arrested for that thing. Yeah. and he knew that he was that he was going to have to take the fall. Yeah for
3: something.
1: Now, of course, at this point in the story, you got to realize that Berkowitz was not alone in the situation. The yeah, reason There's he no had way. To present There's no way. The reason he had to present this image of himself as the lone gunman and confess, even though he confessed very badly yeah. to all the shootings, was because he was not only protecting the other people that were involved, which he probably viewed as his family. Yeah. And also, this group referred to themselves as, as a family, but he was also protecting his actual family, his mother, his adopted it's, mother and father. Okay, right. From Brooklyn, and all that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that has started to begin to discover from the neighborhood, one of the things was when he was when he was just tooling around Berkowitz's neighborhood, he asked some kid, you know, like, where Sam Carr lived and he said well because he was standing in Berkowitz's apartment he says well he lives across the gutters and that house over there and the the kid was like the the gutters was like like a fucked up area right well it was the aqueduct Aqueduct. Aqueduct. this aqueduct that ran for miles but the locals called it the gutters. The gutters yeah. of, now the re- relevance of that is... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, let me get to that. Yes, uh, the, yes, le- yes, the letter yes, to Breslin, yes, right? They yes. all open with... From the gutters From the of the gutters New York. the gutters of New York, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But, the, but the relevance of the gutters is most people just think of the gutters of New York meaning the streets. Seweries and streets, yeah. But oh. when, uh, oh. when Maury Terry found out about... The aqueduct being called Butters He started flying the kids with questions, and the kid was going on to say, "Oh, that there's a satanic group that like they hold rituals, and in the middle of the night there's dancing and lights." Oh and, like, and He was like, "What do you mean? Show me!" And he took him to this place that they called Satan's cave, and yeah. there was a there was an altar in there and pentagrams. And this all was, Yonkers, shit. Right? this was in Yonkers, right? Jesus Christ! That's not that far. Yeah, in Yonkers, <laughs> Yonkers. and uh, and further investigation. Talking to the local PD, he found out that there were over a hundred German Shepherd corpses found in the gutters wow. over the past couple of years. Yeah. Like hundreds of them, just corp- German sh- Shepherd corpses. Yeah. And, Bert- and uh, Moritari, it's like satanic worship. It's going on. German Shepherds, I got to look into this. So he did some investigation. And he found out about this group, Oto, in England. Yeah. Yeah. And they revered the German Shepherd and then there was this spin-off group called the Process Church of the Final Judgment right. yeah. and they spun off and wanted to separate themselves and as a, a, a show of, uh, of uh, defiance they yeah. began sacrificing German Shepherds and wow. German Shepherds so these so these German shepherd corpses and the fact that there were rumors of satanic rituals and the fact that David Berkowitz or the son of Sam in his letter yeah. said from the gutters of New York where there's the smell of piss when you went into the Satan's cave they used urine and yeah. vomit and all kinds of stuff. About it. Like, oh, oh, my gosh. God. So so all of a sudden Maury Terry is making these connections. Yeah. He's like, this is this is crazy. I gotta find out more about this Sam Carr Sam and, Carr. And then he found out that Sam Carr had these two sons. Yeah. Michael Carr uh, and he had a daughter named Wheat Carr. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, that these, uh, and that they were friends with Berkowitz. And actually, he found out that David Berkowitz got his apartment on Pine Street because of one of the Carr brothers.
0: He Ooh. was living further ah. north in
1: Yonkers. Right. Okay.
0: You wanted to wasn't um, Wheat Carr the girl that answered the phone? For yeah. so the dispatcher, well, she the dispatcher?
2: That's part of it, that's, uh-huh. that's part of it, we're getting to that. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Oh, sorry okay. to interfere. How you
0: doing, buddy? Thank you. brother. It is on the lumped-up network. We do get drunk. We, 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 we get drunk
2: while
1: we do our
0: podcast. Um. So, um, the weed. The, the, the we,
1: car weed family. car. So anyway... So now he knows about these brothers and their connection to bringing roots in the neighborhood. Then, he find, then through further investigation, he finds out that the brothers are part of this cult. Right. The process church of the final judge. Of church. the final judge. Wow. So now, he's going... Uh, Terry's is like, oh shit, I have all this crazy information. I have to hand this over to the police. So he goes to Brooklyn... And he goes to the detectives there, and he says, "Listen, you know, there's a satanic cult that's operating. Berkowitz was a part of it. He was born into the neighborhood. And he goes by this these guys that were the sons of Sam, Sam Carr, the yeah. sons of he Sam. Is. And also in, in one of the and, and also he had the the Jimmy Breslin re- letters evaluated. Yeah. He had statisticians and code breakers read these things. And in the very first letter that was sent to Breslin." There was directions to their neighborhood. Yes, in the, the in crypt- the letter, <laughs> in, it, was, it was like a cryptology, right? Of of and, and the, 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 it gave direct, it gave instructions. Right? Yeah, the right? significance yeah. of that is most of the police felt that the letters were random. The shootings were random. There was no connection at all. There was no targets. But in every letter that was delivered to Jimmy Breslin, subsequent, I mean, uh, prior to a shooting. Were clues to where the next shooting would be. For wow. example, okay. one of the letters had this, which uh, presented for the first time what it was called the "Son of Sam" logo at yeah. the top of the page there was like a, you know a prince type logo circles yeah. and arrows and yeah. all kinds oh, yeah, of stuff oh yeah it was uh, right. processor it was like a, 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 a weird symbol. swat sticker
0: like a symbol it was like a reverse swat sticker or something. no not at all it was, it was
1: kind of like the prince logo circles and yeah. arrows and stuff yeah. and, it, and it, became, it became known as the son, son of sam, sam logo, sam logo. logo. Of sam. and it was yeah. actually drawn originally by you know a like 15th century satanist named Eliphas Levi yeah wow and the very next yep. Shooting happened at the Eliphas Disco. Right. Holy shit. So there were codes. There were codes like that as to when the
2: next murder was going to be, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There, was,
1: there was some kind of clue to it. So he, so he took this information he had, and he said to the, uh, oh, and also in the in the League Levy Son of Sam uh, logo, there was a ring, a band around it, and in the band it said Sam Carr backwards. Oh my oh, wow. God! Holy and it shit. also said Wheaties and Sam Carr's daughter was Weedie. Her nickname was Wheaties Wheaties Wow. So wow. Moriarty is like, he goes to the police. He's Obvious. like, he hands over all this stuff, and of course the police, you know, like you know, your dad was a police officer. Yeah. At the time, they were like, we got our guy. And, even if, him. and if you're presenting the idea that they were all, I mean, I also have to mention that Maury Terry did some investigation into the, the Carr brothers and found um, evidence, not evidence, but he found a, a trail where Berkowitz and the two Carr brothers all flew to Houston, Texas at the same time. Yep. And they purchased four 44 Bulldog guns, yep. 44 caliber. Right. Yep. Yeah, Which are a really yeah. peculiar kind of gun because right. they're given to air traffic uh, marshals. Yeah. yeah, it's not common. a, very low, it's not a low commonly load. used weapon. Yeah. So,
0: just that alone, that's already is pitched under the bullet. So they, and they all had the same gun, and the gun that they used in the murder was the bulldog revolver. Right. And so,
1: another thing that Mori looked into was the ballistics because the, the press. Said very clearly that there was a connection between all the, the shootings, ballistic evidence yeah. connected all yeah. the shootings, and there wasn't. any Okay, because be those forty-four bulldog bullets were like were apparently just all mush. There was no way. There was to no drive. way to, to, to con, be,
2: because of the bulldog bullet, you can't you can't get like a common. I don't know how to say it. Like a, you know, between one, two, three, and four shootings,
1: they're not going to be the same because the bullet is mush. Basically, yeah. So oh, well, Maury Terry passes off all this info, and he feels like he's his job is done. It's done. But he, what he doesn't realize is, and he also assumes that the Brooklyn police are going to share it with the Queens police. It didn't happen. Wow. So he just Everybody leases, was waving, it waving, he's waving, yeah. and he's waving, waving, he, And so he goes to the Queens police, and he's like, hey, you know, what did you guys think? He meets up with some detectives, and goes, did you, and the detectives are like, we haven't heard about it, let us look into it. Yeah. And so they got back to him, and they're like, No, we didn't hear anything about him, so he represents all this evidence and he gets one of these detectives interested. And they drive up the yonder and they start staking out the car house. And they see that one of the house one of the cars in the driveway belongs to one of the brothers. And well, I guess Paul or the other one, right? John John or Michael. Yeah. And I think I guess they were a little bit more conspicuous than they wanted to be and they were spotted. Yeah. Because all of a sudden the car disappeared. Oh shit. Right And he was just gone Within two weeks Both the Car brothers were dead And very interesting yes. how they died How they died One of them was Ruled a suicide right. yeah, Which was in a place called mano North Dakota the North So the car that he was in He must have just gotten in his car and drove and to it. North Dakota Drove to North Dakota mm-hmm. And apparently Or at least what the police said He committed suicide What? Well, wasn't there some kind of process church thing in North Dakota? We'll get you. There. Okay. <laughs> that, that, there's a connection. That's what I'm trying to make. Well, the connection comes later. Okay. Um, and then, and, and, and the other car brother died in a car accident on the FDR a fatal. A right. fatal car accident. Yeah, you could say, okay, he died in a car accident. He died That's on a the coincidence. FDR. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that they died within two weeks yeah. being staked down by the police. Yeah, yeah. That's not a coincidence. Somebody's yeah. cleaning the track up. Somebody's, Somebody's right, like, "Fuck right. this! These yeah. guys are gonna get busted." He's painting the house. So, so <laughs> now the police are almost a little less interested because pre- uh, Terry is presenting this idea that there are other shooters, but they're dead. Yeah. So why muddy the waters with the conviction that they have? But Terry continues on to say that he thinks the sister weak. Was also involved. She right. could be a shooter, and there could be
0: others. Didn't uh, somebody describe the shooter as a woman at one point? There was one description of a woman. Yes. actually, they they didn't specifically say a woman. Somebody they just said very small
1: and, small hair, and small. hair under her hat. Yeah, it was yeah, the one right. that they described
0: as ski cap. A ski cap. Oh, yeah. Alright, hair. Yeah. Let hair. me ask you one more question. Why yeah. like the three more shootings before that that this guy, um, Mori Terry, started uh, putting all together? There was some shooting power before these uh, other shootings.
1: After he made all these connections with David Berkowitz, yeah. he just started saying to himself, "Well, it was odd. It, it was not odd, but uh, it makes you wonder that it, they didn't make a connection between the son of Sam shootings yeah. until like the third shooting. Wow! Like, right, you, right, right. you have one forty-four gold shooting yeah. of, 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 a, of a girl." And then you have another one that happens, and the cops didn't make that connection right away. Wow. It wasn't until, like, maybe the third or the fourth that they were like, oh, my God, we So Murray like, Terry yeah. is saying to himself, okay, well, we have this cult killing situation going on that the police never made a connection to, so I'm just going to keep looking. And he discovered that there was a series of shootings in the Bronx a couple of years prior to the Son of Sam got shootings. With that, Right. They, they didn't match, but they were young girls. They were shot yeah. through their windows in their apartments, all by the same rifle. Right. Wow! And, uh, and, he, and, and and I don't specifically remember how Mori Terry tied it to the process. I think maybe Berkowitz led him to, to to understand that because one of the things you got to understand was Mori Terry once he dropped all this information off with the police, and then the Carr brothers died, then for, the poli- for the police, most was, for the most, most, for, uh, for most part, they didn't want to continue with it. Yeah, but the case is closed. So Everybody's but but Maury Terry was still so interested, so he kept thinking to himself, i got to reach out to David Berkowitz somehow. So I think he made some kind of bribe or connection with some guard. and and to yeah. start getting him notes. And Berkowitz wasn't interested in speaking at all wow. because he was afraid for his fans. Yeah. To get yeah. Early on, he wouldn't talk. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Berkowitz was able... I mean, Mori uh, Terry was able to get some of his notes to Berkowitz. To Berkowitz. And so then Did they ever meet, like, face-to-face? They
0: did. Okay. He, was, yeah.
1: he was able to do an interview, which was mostly Berkowitz being evasive. But... What it achieved was um, Berkowitz realized that Maurice Harry had gleaned way more information than he could have ever expected would happen because they thought they were completely a secret. Wow. Okay. But Berkowitz just, you know what the funny thing is, when you think you have a secret, you're not that careful. Yeah. I mean, leaving all those dog corpses and having a... Ritualistic satanic yeah. site in a park. In a park. Yeah.
0: Somebody's going to see you. Somebody's going to see <laughs> that. Yeah, definitely.
1: And, and you know, another thing Laurie Terry discovered was that it, before Berger was working at the post office, he worked at a kennel. Holy yeah. shit! Totally. Where so, obviously, he procured yeah. all the, the dogs. So you yeah. think he was providing and dogs to found out that before, before Berger was living on Pine Street, yeah. Yeah, he lived further up in Yonkers yeah. in yeah. this apartment. And the, the apartment before was lived in it, another uh, serial killer lived in it. Oh. I, I forgot the guy's name, he was like a minor guy. I think he killed like four people. Oh. <laughs> but still. Scary shit, man. Wow. And then there's some connection to Michael Carr or John Carr. I forget which one of the brothers who got in the apartment there and then got an apartment on Pine Street to make it close. Now, obviously, it, long, obviously we can go place. back to the letters yeah, to the and letters. what the letters say, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's signed the son of Sam. Sam. Son of well, right, obviously, Bergenowitz is not the son of Sam. No. no. It's, it's either Michael or the other brother. It's and also, the, in the letters, it talks about, like, I look out the window and my brother John Wheaties, no, no my brother Wheaties, the sufferer, the, the smotherer of young girls, he's like talking about his brother. And, you know, it's clearly not him. It's clearly, I mean, it's clearly not David Berkowitz who wrote the letters. Yeah. You think it was Michael Paul? It was one of the two brothers. Yeah. Or maybe together.
0: But let me ask one you a question. Wasn't other. one of the brothers, like, in the service office? Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's where we go. Back to his suicide in Minot,
1: Because okay. he was stationed in Mano Okay. In the military. Oh, so he—that's where he before. was killed. All right. So now that now that Maury Terry has met with Berkowitz a, a couple of times, he's warmed him up to the idea, and now Berkowitz is like shit. Okay, and I then Maury guy. Terry ends up doing this TV special, and like Berkowitz yeah. sees it, and he's like, "Holy shit!" And you know, the like, yeah. cat's out of the bag. He just wants mm. to kind of—he can't really say anything no, because like, he's got to protect his family. So yeah. he writes down. Apparently, he writes down on a piece of paper. Arliss Perry Which is a girl's name Yeah Follow, Stalked Murdered Something along those lines And he gives it to Maury Terry Maury Terry goes off And he And of course He asked Berkowitz And he's like I really can't say more than that That's I all think I'm it Maury says say. hunt Yeah I think it says hunt Right hunted. hunted. Yeah So he does a little bit of research And he finds out That there was an unsolved Ritualistic Murder In Los Angeles You know About ten years previous which would have been like when Berkowitz was like 15 or something, so he couldn't have been part of it. Um, so uh, Moritari goes out to Los Angeles and he finds the detectives wrong the case, and uh, he, he uh, tells them, oh, he tells them, tell me about uh, Arla's parent. And they're like, what do you mean? He goes, well, was she murdered in a ritualistic way? And they were know, like, and they arrest him. The yeah, because yeah.
0: he had too much details too about too much, what the right, hell right, happened. Right, right,
1: right. Berkowitz had gleaned a little bit of information about details of the crime scene that were not released to the public. And uh, Maury Terry had this information, he gave it to the detectives. So the only person who could possibly know was the killer. And the, the story of the killing was that this girl had gotten into an argument with their boyfriend and then she went to the church at the very end of the night right before they closed their doors and then was never seen until morning when they discovered her body uh, sprawled out on the altar with a candelabra on her chest hands down defiled in a satanic, satanic sexual way and, but, but uh, Moritari knew the details and he got those details from Berkwitz. Holy shit. And so uh, Maury Terry explains, you know, I got this information from David Berkowitz he claims to have been part of a group. Or I or I, I through my investigations I found out that he was part of a group. And I think this was his way of saying you're on the right track. And slowly but surely Berkowitz warmed up more and more and revealed more information to Maury
0: Terry to not so much gibb him stuff but he would verify. But you know what's funny about that case? That case was also another court case for a long time. The murder of that girl was a court case for a long time. It took years and years before they actually closed the case. To close right? the yeah. case. But that was crazy that they they you know, whoever's doing this it's really covering their tracks. Right. And like they're really doing a good job. And you're like what the fuck's going on? Right. So now that Maury Terry is released, he's okay. I'm like, yeah. okay. Now he's
1: like, I got to look into this Arliss Perry. So he finds out, first of all, where she's wow. from. And she's from in South Dakota. Wow. Wow. Man. wow. wow. Okay. So Maury Terry done. goes to Minot, where Michael, or John, I'm not sure which of the brothers, was stationed. And he finds out that Arlo's Perry was part of a church group. She was basically a missionary. And one of the things that she had taken on as a pet project was to infiltrate satanic satanic cult yeah. and convert them. <laughs> and there was a satanic cult in Minot that went under the title of the Process Church of the Process the Church of the Final Judge. Wow. Christ. Which is a name that Mori Terry had heard already. Yeah but uh, that Michael Carr, or John Carr, I'll just call him Michael Carr from now on, so I have to keep going back and forth, was a member of, and, uh, and, but he also found out, Maury Terry also found out, that there had never, ever been a murder in Manon. In Mano, yeah. So this girl had infiltrated the satanic cult with the purpose of converting them, and then went off to college in Los Angeles, now, they couldn't do anything to her, you know, because yeah. it would be so conspicuous to kill somebody, especially a young girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they followed, hunted, and killed her, just like Berkowitz's note said. Wow. Where'd they, where'd they kill her? In this church in Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. They followed her to Los Angeles. No the 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 relevance of the fact that she was from uh No was that Michael Carr is the one who enlisted David Berkowitz into the cult and Michael Carr knew about the killing because he was part of the Protestant church in Manoa when he was stationed there. So he knew the guy who
0: committed the murder. So once again these guys are covering the tracks. Now
1: we come full circle to the part of the story that is relevant to your show which is the 50th anniversary of the Manson family killing because Michael Carr told David Berkowitz that the guy who killed Charles Perry was a member of the Manson Family and was also a member of the Process Church of the Final Judgment. Oh my God! And on this note, I'm going to take (laughs) a (laughs) leap.
2: So that's the connection right there, right there, between Charles Manson and I mean, I went, you know. You need a
0: drink? I'll get a shot. You want a shot? Yeah. Whatever, keep talking Alright I'm getting lumped up I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You know,
2: I mean The, tro- the, 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 the Church of the Final pro- uh, Process Okay, the Final Judgment, I should say Okay, the Process Church of the Final Judgment That was formed in 1966 in London And They preached the doctrine of uh, Satanism, basically It was like Jehovah Satan, Jesus, and everybody had to come together. And Charles Manson believed in a lot of this. Okay? And when he, when the church found out that Manson was preaching this stuff, they sent an emissary to the, uh, to the, uh, The spa Yes, oh, yes, for him. I'm talking about the uh the spa Man, a little okay? That's where the, the Manson family was And when The, the, the church found out That he, he was kind of Preaching some of his things They sent an emissary to, to that place they said, oh, really? Thank you brother yep. And They said Look You're preaching our stuff What can you do for us And he ended up Writing for them In their once a month Magazine that would come out Okay and Once the church After the murders the, 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 the Sharon Tate murders happened They tried to distance themselves From Charles Manson And that was 50 years ago Tonight The Sharon Tate murders
3: Fred, and, you um, need a shot?
0: Yes Fred, you need a shot? No, thank you Hold on. All, right. All right You got tequila? Uh, no, I got tequila All right
2: a little vodka shot for everybody. Yes. Salud. Salud. Getting lumped up. Getting lumped up. Thank you. Lumped up. Lumped
0: up. So now we're talking about the... What happened with the lumped up? I heard it was going to do So, um, we'll get to the point with, um, All the connections all make it together was a person from um, the Manson family that killed this girl. And where do we go from there? I
2: I was just talking about the Tate murders, okay? okay? And how once that happened, the, the church tried to, like, distance themselves from Manson, okay? And that's when they broke off into different, you know... And stuff
0: like that. You know what? I need to bring up something. That documentary that you sent me. Yeah. You see that, that that store they show that magic straw? The Magic Child. The Magic Child. I've been to that I've been to that bro. place too. It Have used you gone to, be to a, this
2: place it used on to 17th be, Street or 18th Street around Ninth, there? 19th Street I think between 5th and 6th. 19th Street mm-hmm. I think it was 19th Street between 5th and 6th. Yeah. There used to be a store called the Magical Trial. C-H-I-L-D-E Okay And I bought from that I bought from that thing My ex My my ex-wife Going back 20 years Okay Used to do Tarot cards And all that shit And she used to buy Like a lot of candles And cards from that place yes. and it turned out the fucking process church was hanging out there when I saw that last night I freaked out I was, I was right. sitting I was sitting in the dark right. the you know, of, and I was like
0: oh you, you know what freaked me out you never seen the people that would come to the room and they had the robes in the fucking back yes. of the fucking it was room death. and then they would put it on and yes. would, people would disappear yes. I swear to God people would disappear yes. there and, come and then come back and it took that thing I didn't realize once I would go there that's the only place I saw the Satanic Bible You know, I was curious
2: I wanted to read See what the hell it's about And it was, again It was interesting <laughs> I have, But it I didn't get me hooked Listen, <laughs> I have a copy of the Satanic Bible Okay It's a joke Alright It's just like an opposite Of everything Okay That's all That's like Anton Lede That's the joke That's bullshit
3: That's a fucking
2: joke Sorry.
1: Part two We'll, yeah, we'll get,
2: we'll get <laughs> oh. into that
1: now that we know the relevance yeah. of the relationship between David Berkowitz and the Carr family,
0: yeah,
1: Lori Terry goes to the office police department. Right. He needs to ask some questions because he's found out about the dog murder, the yeah. dog sacrifices. He yeah. found out about Berkowitz setting fire to a police officer's yeah. doorway. He wants to know what's going on. So he walks up to the front desk and, and he meets this female police officer and she introduces herself as Wheat Carr oh shit oh shit, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like wait a, wait a second you're Wheat Carr Sam Carr's daughter, daughter yeah works at the police station and what? And what is your job she's like well I'm the dispatcher the, so that day when the Brooklyn police showed up to arrest David Berkowitz and they called the local police station, Wheat Carr was the one who answered the phone. It's the phone, right, right, right. And when they and it took five or ten minutes for them to get back to Berkowitz's car. And when they went back to Berkowitz's car and arrested him, there was a rifle on the front seat and there was a letter in
0: the glove compartment. So you think when we can tell the cops to hold on? You think she called Michael? Somebody say they're there. They're going to come. All the
1: she might have even cop- called Berkowitz. Oh yeah, because the they all because uh, yeah. Berkowitz
0: knew. Okay.
1: <laughs> Again, the relevance of the fact that he emptied his apartment, staged his apartment to look like a maniac, meant that he was preparing himself for being arrested. He, he knew. He knew ahead so, of time. Yes. He was he, he he was already participating in the preparation for being arrested. So mm-hmm. she might have just called him, or she might have called her brothers and they planted it. Yes, yeah, but the area. fact that he that Berkowitz walked up to the car so calmly and knew, seemed to know that they were going to be there
0: yeah uh, that that's that's fascinating. Totally. That is fascinating. So what? What happened after that? That he found out she was a dispatcher. What did Maury um, Terry do after that? Well, he realized that this cult was
3: not only existed and was connected to the neighbor,
1: and that Berkowitz was brought into the neighborhood by the cult, but this cult was an organization that had already infiltrated the
0: police department. Wow. Wow. And the military. If you think about it, Coach Michael was right. in the military. Right, right, right. Think about that.
1: It's North Dakota. Yeah, all? yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, guys like Michael Carr, John Carr, Wee, Berkowitz—they were grunts. Yeah, so yes. you, know, whoever was yeah, calling the stuff, shots, yes. making the decisions, yeah. um, were much higher up. Because as 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 Corey Terry went on. We discovered that the Process Church was less about doctrine and more about organized crime. Yeah, They were drug dealers. They were sex dealers. Yeah, They, they, uh, they were involved in human trafficking and
2: drug dealing and, uh, and they used a lot of biker gangs, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And the me- the
1: methodology of Colt's uh, appeal, like the, the strategies they used to enlist people, was just something that, that this group used. At least in terms of the underlings, the hogs and the wheel. Maybe the guys that were on top actually believed it. But they used it. Certainly. They used sex. They used drugs. They used Satan. They used Black Sabbath. <laughs> they did. They would get these guys together. Because apparently there were stories of Michael Carr and John Carr Listening to Black Sabbath, like, right? Listening to Black okay. Sabbath and smoking pot and being like, yeah, yeah man. all oh,
2: can, can I bring something up? Of course, something up here. Okay. Blue is the cult. Okay. The album's uh, "Secret," so "Secret Treaties," so "Secret," "Secret Treaties" from 1974, and "Agents of Fortune" from 1976, and specifically the song "Don't Fear the Reaper." Mike, talk a little. Um, uh, the, the Don't fear the reaper from yeah. from Blue to the Call. I love that song. Okay. Um, Apparently, and and the album's Agents of Fortune, okay, also, there's stuff within those albums of Blue Oyster Cult that some people say are part of the process, Church of the Final Judgment, in a cryptography kind of thing, and they may have even instructed the Son of Sam Murders. Holy shit. Now it's interesting that uh, I I've
1: never I've never heard that before I, I don't have those two albums. If if they told me it was Merciful Fate that did it, I would believe, <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> that was that was way after.
2: That. I that was, way, that was way after. But, but I mean, I mean, is it possible Blue Voice, the Cult has something to do with Son of Sam? You know what? When I think about why that, not. think about that. When I watch that document
0: documentary, um, why not? You know what's funny? Once Charles <laughs> woke up, it's good. Once Charles Manson tried to connect himself with that cult, they just. I told my away. wife I
2: wouldn't be doing any drinking. Uh, it's just beer It's, it's, it's beer it's, it's, it's beer Beer flavored water this German So this is It's not alcohol <laughs> It's alcohol flavored
0: water It's not alcohol Okay Don't worry about it oh, oh Oh I can tell you You know When they look at All, all these cases And this guy Maury He, he did a lot of Fucking investigations. Yes he did And he Eventually so, died A couple of
2: years Yeah ago. a couple well, of years ago I mean it, it, There's no That's the problem today Think about it There's really no Like investigative
1: Church of course not because journalism has nothing to do with informing the news it has to do with manipulating the masses the the masses exactly
2: which brings us okay to the motherfucker of the week which we always do
0: the guy that feeds the And i'm
2: gonna i'm gonna bring two motherfuckers of the week today okay the first motherfucker of the week is the fucking piece of shit That peed into the fucking ice machine in that club in Miami. Was it Miami? Yeah, it's Florida. It's Florida.
0: It's something in the water. In some
2: club, (laughs) and he—I mean, this is the fucking same ass kind of asshole mentality that people are fucking licking fucking Häagen-Dazs ice cream. It's crazy. It's like a little craziness. It's disgusting. Okay, people, people eat ice cream and putting it back. They're just licking. They're opening lick it, it,
1: and
0: putting it, 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 and put it all
1: over the place. Okay. I remember when YouTube first came on, like the first video yeah. I ever saw on YouTube was a guy working at McDonald's spitting on the grill. Yeah. And oh, putting oh, the, oh, on the Oh, spin. oh man. So,
0: I got to bring up one name that we, um... So there was a guy called Stephen Crawford, which had to be a member of the Manson's Killer, because he's the one that got, um... Called for um, Eris's murder. He's they actually caught somebody. And they called him 18
1: years. I didn't even know that. But then. you want
3: to hear something right,
1: right, funny?
0: Right. Who's murdered? Eris Perry. Um, was Perry. Uh, mad. So what happened? This guy was the he locked. He's the one that they questioned. He said he locked all the door. There was nobody there. Then he came in the morning. He said the back door was open. And he found the body. So they arrested the guy who worked in the church. It took no. They questioned. Cause he was a security guard. It took a DNA test, and 18 years later, when they go to fucking arrest him, he committed suicide. Suicide. Yep. 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 So they had all the proof. They had the DNA. They went to his house. He blew his head away. Blew his head off. Again, they cover every. And this is 18 years later. Read that. It's cool. the guy's name is called Stephen Crawford. Look that up. It's fascinating. I was reading that. I did a little... I go into that. You guys got the point. Now I got to go and look here. I looked that up. I looked this up. That thing leads me to something else. And I'm
3: like, <laughs> I need to
0: yeah. stop reading that before they come after me.
2: <laughs> Can I bring another motherfucker of the week up? Yeah. All right, because we had a two-part motherfucker oh, of the week. Yeah. Okay. First is the guy that pissed in the ice. <laughs> the second guy is Mayor okay. fucking Bill de Blasio. Fuck you. Okay? I he's, second he's, that motion. He's fucking running for president and he's not charting at all in the in the votes. Okay? He's spending all our fucking money going to all these other states with his security detail and all that fucking bullshit, okay? And he's not charting at all because he's a piece of shit. So fuck you, you. And the NYPD just went to your fucking place where you were going to be before the debate and said, and, and they were protesting outside and they yeah. said, "Fuck you, De Blasio. Come back to New York because you can't fucking run shit right even in New York. How are you going to run shit in the country?" Wait,
1: Koch isn't there?
2: <laughs> Listen. I miss Ed Koch. Me too. Okay. Was Ed Koch was great. great. I, Ed Koch was fucking great. You Ed know, was very The good. last of the fucking common sense liberals... There ain't no more of that, okay? You're all just a bunch you of know, fucking
0: psychos. You know what I gotta tell you? Anytime. Fuck um, you. Anytime I. I and I gotta throw this out there, and people get shit on me. I really don't give a flying fuck. Fuck Any, it. Anytime Democrats get in trouble, there's always a mass shooting a few days later. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Listen,
2: we'll get into that next week, okay? We didn't have time this week Because we talked about Manson but, and the son of Sam But you know what's funny okay. How come Listen Listen How come they want you. to Change the news cycle And all of a sudden There's a fucking man Two two mass shootings On the same day How the fuck does that happen I
3: think it must be
2: it's deep state shit, man. I'm sorry, Yeah, exactly. you know what
0: it is? Um, it's funny. I'm watching the dollar's voice and Roger Ayer actually was... Roger was, Ailes. Ayer's, well, he actually was helping Trump's thing. He told Trump, you should announce that you're going to be president. Worst case scenario, get actors. Pay people to when you come up those staircases in the Trump Tower, you look presidential. Yes. So this fucking guy and then he shit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look.
2: How come every fucking time they need to change the news cycle, they have two mass shootings? There was, I, I, I'm sorry, well, there was there, mass shooting in
0: Chicago. There was 31 people killed in Chicago. That was over. That. That. That's a
2: normal weekend yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, right. Fuck that shit. Okay, and, and I'm gonna say this real quick because we don't have a lot of time. That motherfucker in El Paso, he's getting the death penalty. He's gonna be brought up on death charges. He deserves to fucking die Whatever white nationalist shit he's into Fuck you, okay? But the fucking other guys Are in Dayton, okay? He was a fucking socialist Left-wing motherfucker That fucking Was, was in Elizabeth Warren's corner Okay? He was a supporter of her And the news don't want to talk about it They keep saying shit like Oh, he's into... Violent ideologies. Listen. Last night when I was doing research on the fucking Manson shit, that was violent ideology. Okay. I'm sorry. They are not reporting it. They're not fucking talking about it. He was a left wing Antifa motherfucker, possibly. Okay. And he needs to die too. Oh yeah. About he much. needs to die too. Oh, well, actually, he did die. He got shot. Oh, yeah. So he's
0: dead. Oh, 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 I I can can tell you, every time... Part
1: part three... (laughs) Three.
0: <laughs> my, 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 whole thing is—he is, did die. You know, you know what I like. You know what I like doing when I'm thinking about um when I play Call of Duty, I get very violent. I want to take a duty. real gun and start shooting a bunch of yeah. people because the video game made me do it. God damn it! I'm ready to go. Get me my Listen. gun. <laughs> These people are idiots. I play video games dude, for life. It dude, never made me want to go kill I was, somebody. I
2: was obsessed with Battlefield 1942. Oh, that was a big fucking game. So. Okay. They had some fucked up shit you could grab a fucking jetpack, kill fucking Nazis. Fucking-
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking awesome, man.
0: I don't know. I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's blaming something? They're gonna use this as a fucking agenda. These people are all a bunch of fucking marts. Yeah. The president's already picked. When this guy went in 2020, stay home.
1: Yeah. Because people are gonna lose their shit. Just gotta cap off this, this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so, Maury Terry. It. <laughs> does a, a TV special with all the... Because, you know, Mike, the, the Car brothers are dead. He cannot make a direct connection with Wheat. He cannot make a direct connection with any other members of the cult. Yeah. The police are no longer interested. So he does a TV special. Yeah. After the TV special, the police were forced to reopen the case. Early Second, when, yep. when when, when Terry went to Minot and he investigated the suicide of one of the Carr brothers, that they said absolutely was a suicide. He found anomalies in the crime scene photos that showed that there was no way he could have killed himself. Right. And they reopened that case. That's two. And obviously the RList carried yeah, it club. Yeah, the and they did arrest somebody. So, clearly, Berkowitz did not act alone. He, no. it, he did, he absolutely did shoot a couple of the people. Yeah, he
2: admitted to three, I think.
1: Well, he admitted to all of them. Yeah, he said he was at all of them. No, 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 no. He 100% confessed. He said he shot everything all three in the guys. beginning. Okay. But the police, because of his interview, he got the, the details wrong. And when Maury Terry lied to him with questions about the mistakes he made, he finally came forthright. Yeah.
0: So, guys, um,. Fred, Savage, thank you for being on the show. <laughs> I got to cut this show. Michael
2: Baker, was oh, an yep, yep, yep and, and remember, remember everybody, don't get drunk.
0: Get loved up. up.
2: Have a good one.